0: It's another beautiful Tuesday evening, and um, we just want to be here for a short time, uh, encouraging ourselves in the work of God. Amen. And um, tonight, as you already know, is our builder's service. It's a service for people who are helping to build the church. So, if you are not interested in building the church, you will not like this service. But anybody who is interested in building the church uh, must be interested in this service. And you must be interested in building the church. You didn't hear me. Why am I saying that? Because First Peter chapter 2 and verse 5, the Bible says that, And ye all as lively stones. Uh, can you give us that scripture? First Peter chapter 2 verse 5. It says, Ye also as stones lively stones are built up a spiritual house a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Can you give us another version? Maybe amplified. Do you have the amplified Bible? How does he put it? It says, you believers like living stones are being built up into spiritual house." for a holy and dedicated priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices that are acceptable and pleasing to God through Jesus Christ. What does the Message Bible say? I don't know which other versions you have, but I just want to. It said, present yourselves as building stones. Wow! For the construction of a sanctuary, vibrant with life, in which you will serve as holy priests, offering Christ's approved lives up to God. So God sees you as a stone, Pastor Innocent. God sees you as a stone. And all of us as stones are being brought together. So you come as a stone. This one comes as a, Together we build the house of God. Yeah. Oh, you're clapping, clap. I mean, it's just, <laughs> Nobody will catch you for clapping. But many people don't know that God has brought you to help to build this house. So when you are in the church, you don't do anything. You are not helping to build. And everybody is expected, And that's why in this church, when a person becomes born again, we teach them. We teach everybody, become something in the church. Join a group. Join a choir. Join something. So that you can help. To build, Because the Bible says that present yourself as a building stone. Right. So when you look at your life, are you presenting yourself as a building stone or you are presenting yourself as a what? It's the question. <laughs> as a hiding stone or some people are presenting themselves as something else. Creating holes in the building. <laughs> Amen. So, we have been here every Tuesday trying to build ourselves up, trying to see how we can become the stones. And the Bible says they're not just stones, but lively stones. So, you cannot also be in the church because they say stone. So, you are sitting down, stone there. <laughs> you have made yourself like some this thing in the church. Look at the next verse. They said, You are not lively at all, right? So, even though you are a stone, eh? King James. It says that you are a lively stone. So sometimes you see some people in the church, you don't know, I know that we all have problems. You see, because sometimes when people look at pastors, that the pastors don't have problems. They are come to stand here and they are telling us things. But we have our problems. But if we allow the problems to affect us, we will not do well. If I come and stand here and I've made my face whatever I it's like today a lot of problems have been disturbing me. Will you come to church? No, no, no. You will not come. No There's no life. And that's why some sisters, no brother is proposing to you because your face looks too... When you're having your period, everybody will know that you're having your period. You have made your face. And the brothers don't like that. The brothers like sisters who smile. And sisters, the best makeup is not the eyeshadow or the lipstick that you are putting on your face. The best makeup is a smile. It's a smile. It's a smile. Yeah. You will get a beloved just now. Yeah. See that you are moving around. Everybody is just, that sister who is always smiling. Everybody likes you. Yeah. There's life in her. Yeah. No brother wants to marry a sister who is lifeless. In the night, you lie down like a dead body. Anyway, that's not what I'm preaching about, but I'm (laughs) just... So, I want us all to understand why God has brought you into the church. You have been brought to do something. One day, we'll all give an account. Everybody, you will find out that... You may say you you don't know what... You don't have anything, but everybody has something. Everybody, God has given you something you can do. He didn't create you giftless or talentless. Because that parable that Jesus gave about the talent, he was trying to say that everybody is giving something, even if it's one. It's something. And God expects that that thing you are giving, he said, occupy till I come. So, do something with what I've given to you till I come. So everybody should find out. You will find out that there's something you can do. And I'm saying that this church, I mean, there's no lack for something to do. Even if you don't know how to do anything, at least you know how to smile. You can smile. You will stand in front here. And then when people are coming, yes, smile and welcome them. That's all. That's all. That's all. So you can't say you can't do anything. Amen. So as builders, there are things that we do. And uh, we've talked about so many things. I cannot go over all that. Uh, If you have not been here, the messages are there. You can get it and listen to them. Amen. Amen. But today, I want to also move on to another important thing that God has called us to. And I'm preaching from Bishop's book, The Mega Church, from chapter 10. This one is called Retention Evangelism. Retention Evangelism. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe that one of the things that uh, is important as we win souls in the church is to think about how we can retain the souls. If you are not able to retain what you have, then there's no point in having it. And uh, by the grace of God, we have been blessed with many souls. We, 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 have, uh, we have had, uh, what do you call it, Swollen Sunday. God blessed us with many souls. Uh, over 500 people were around. We had Great Invitation Sunday. We had over 700 people coming, or 800 people coming. We had the Escape Sunday. We had over 1,200 people. I mean, God, as for the people, we, we don't lack them. But the thing is not so much in having the souls as in keeping the souls. And we need to desire to be more like Christ. You know, by the time Jesus was living, there were people we could point to and say, this person was affected by Jesus' ministry. Mary Magdalene, uh, whatever, Martha, all these people. We can point to people so that Jesus was not just also winning them, but he was also keeping them. So when you read the Bible, uh, Luke 19 verse 10, the Bible says that for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save. That which was lost. He was involved in evangelism. He was doing that. He was seeking souls. Going out. Which is what we are also doing. And we must continue doing. We must, we must not be tired of winning souls. Until our last breath. We must be winning souls all the time. The reason why our centers and our percentage are not doing well. Because we are not... Making soul winning a regular thing. There must be a regular timetable, maybe monthly. Every month, there is a time that we do outreach. That way, there will always be souls coming in, which is what Bishop calls industrialization. Yeah, because when the industries are working, they don't stop working. They are working all the time. Government come, government goes, MPP, NDC, T D C PPT, DDT. <laughs> they are there. Unilever, making key soap. They have been making the tradition continuous. Key soap. <laughs> uh... Government have come, they, you know, they are still doing it. Because it's an industry. It doesn't stop because government has changed or whatever. In the same way in the church, our soul winning activities should not stop. It must be going on all the time. We must hear that Kvapra Fosuba Center is having an outrage. They are going on this thing. Every month, it should be a normal thing. We must hear that Kunkaba Center is having an outreach. It must be normal. We must hear that the center at this place is doing this. It must be something we must do all the time. And as a church, we are also in our own thing. The, the, The Swollen Sunday, the Choose Sunday. Our next one we're going to have is going to be Choose Sunday. Yeah. The crusades, we are also doing. But at the percentile level, at the whatever level, there must be outrage going on all the time. It must happen. So Jesus was into outrage. He was into it. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. But he was not only just doing that. He was also interested in the souls being kept. So when you read John 17 verse 12, The Bible says that Jesus, he was praying to the Father. And one of his prayers that he prayed to the Father, he said, While I was with them in the world, I kept them. I kept them. It's one of the things we don't do. When we win the souls, that's it, we don't keep them. We lose them. But Jesus said, I kept them in your name. Those that you gave me, I have kept. Because that's the most important thing. And none of them is lost. Except the son of perdition, which was Judas. All the people God gave to Jesus, none of them was lost. Only Judas. Sometimes we quote this scripture, we, we, we say, son of perdition. We, our sons of perdition, Judas was only one son of perdition. We, our sons of perdition, are more than the people who, who are supposed to be saved. There is something wrong. Tell somebody there is something wrong. That is why this subject of retention evangelism is such an important subject. And we must all be interested in it as we go through it. Hallelujah. If, if, you are, if you are somebody who is seeking to have a big church, you must be interested in this. Innocent. Zone 3 or zone 2. Zone 3 must become very big. We should see that you are having a meeting over there. It's like a, a convention that is taking place. 200 people have gathered and you are preaching to them. Oh. It's too powerful. It's too powerful. So, Bishop says here that one of the secrets of church growth and probably fruitfulness, which we are talking about this month, that we, we want to break the yoke of barrenness. And one of the things, you, you, we can easily be there and our whole church will just die. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to the day when we have Tuesday service like this. The whole place is full. Right. Sunday service everywhere is full car park. If people are sitting. We have to use the car park also as a church. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, we'll be sitting down, and then we'll be losing all the people that God has given to us. There are many souls we have received, but where are they? So this is a secret that many people don't know. And we are learning about today. Tell somebody we are learning a great secret. Retention evangelism is the art of winning souls and retaining them. Every pastor must learn to keep what he already has at all costs. Listen to what happened in John chapter 6. I want to read John chapter 6 from verse 1. Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? It's a short service. I'm going to close just now. Before you can say, Jack, service is over. Or he died. What do you think? After these things, Jesus went over to the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. I see you there. You will be there one of these days. Yeah. I've been on the Sea of Galilee. And a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles, which he did on them that were diseased. Verse 3, and Jesus went up the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. Verse 4, and the Passover, a feast of the Jews was nine. Verse 5, when Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company come unto him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread (laughs) that these may eat? I mean, this is a good shepherd. A good shepherd is thinking about the sheep. What would they eat? How are they going to survive? How will they make it? How will they get transport to come? That, that's a good shepherd. What clothes are they going to wear? A good shepherd is interested in all that. You don't just have the people and then you leave them. Eh, whatever they want to do, they should do. Eh, there will be a funny way. Each man for himself, God for us all. Where, where is it in the Bible? There's nothing like that. We are supposed to be interested in the sheep. How can we find something for them to eat? You'll be amazed. The discussion that even went on between them and Jesus. Look at it. The Bible says that, And this he said to prove him, for he knew what he would do. He knew that there was something he would, he would do. Hey! As a leader, you must always have something you would do. Yeah. The people cannot even hear that. Before they realize, you have done something. hey. People come for your meeting, you don't serve them anything. They come and sit down, they look at your face, you can see that the people are hungry. Find something there, at least garnets, bananas, something for them to eat. <laughs> Basenta leaders, where are you? Eh? Let me see your hand. Basenta leaders, yeah. Do you serve something to your people when they come for the meeting? Sometimes. Set them something. Anyway. <laughs> verse 7, quickly. Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them. <laughs> that every one of them may take a little. It's like that, you know. We can't get enough food for everybody here. Look at these people, their faces. They must be very hungry. Verse 8. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, Verse 9, quickly. There is a lad here which has five loaves. Uh, But what are they among so many? Don't be worried about how the thing will work. Just leave it to God. He's going to make it work. I'm speaking to somebody. You have something small in your hand, and you are are saying that how is this thing going to help me? God said, "I should tell you, don't worry about how it's going to work. Just have faith, and it's going to work in Jesus' name." (laughs) This my money is so small. How can it take me through the week? Don't think about it. Have faith. God is going to multiply that money. It's going to take you to the week in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 9, verse 10. And Jesus said, make them sit down. And there was much grass. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. So they say that it was the men who were 5,000. So how many were women? And usually in every church, the women are more than the men. So it means that there were even more women than. So this feeling of 5,000 was even more. Excluding the children, because he said, and the men were 5,000. So, how many women were there? <laughs> That's Jesus for you. But verse 11, Jesus took the loaves, he blessed it, and gave it to them. Verse 12 is what we are looking for. And when they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that nothing be lost. That is Jesus. And I've come to realize that every rich man, <laughs> sometimes you see people rich, you think that they just... Normally, rich man, when you go and ask them, they don't give you much. How many of you have gone to ask a rich man for something before? And he... he no. How many have seen some rich man before you went to? You know, some time back, I used to think that, oh, when people are rich, they give... No, 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 no. We had some program, we organized, so we, we, we wrote down the names of some rich people in the church. They didn't mind us. They didn't give us anything. Normally, when we come to church, it's not the rich people will give much. They don't give much. But it's also a secret with them that their things don't just get lost. That they keep their things very well. Yeah. If we are able to close our back door and open the, back, the front door very big, we'll have a very big church. <laughs> but many times the front door is big, but the back door is also very big. There are some of you by now, you would have built a house. Yeah, you're looking at me. By now, now k'ezo wusi too tu at nka dewesi. But your back door, when you get money, si kabe dingu semwa. The way the money goes, send ye si kano ekono. Back door, especially sanguins. Do you know sanguins? Stanguins are a group of, there are different groups of people. they are cholerists. Cholerists are hard-working people. They just believe in, let's get down to business. They don't like any joking around. Every time it's business, yes, yes. Everything is achievement. We have to achieve something. Melancholics are the moody people. Every day they are looking sad. It's as if the whole world is against them. <laughs> that type of songs that people sing, it's not only you that you are brain. Is the and they think they blame everybody for their problems. These are melancholics. Then there are phlegmatics. Phlegmatics they get their name from the word phlegm. Do you know phlegm? What is phlegm? You don't know phlegm? People remove it and they pour in the sink. And so when the thing is there, you have to pour water on it to push it. These are phlegmatics. You have to push them. Hey! Pragmatism is slow. Hey, I have some listening. Or two ideas. Or two ideas. Sometimes you can be doing a new agenda. Then my father will be looking at you. <laughs> Oh, she has a dear no <laughs> phlegmatic, very slow. Hey, what are idea More because their motto is why run when you can walk? And think there's <laughs> me, Johnny, I meet me, a that's that's their motto. But there's another group of people called the sanguines, these are happy go lucky people. Hey. When there's a sanguine here, everybody will know there's a sanguine here. Because as soon as they arrive, hey, hey, everybody knows them. <laughs> they say when you're having a party, you should invite a sanguine. Right. Otherwise, your party will be very boring. The sanguine, they bring life to the party. Hmm. In fact, you should invite three of them. <laughs> because one of them will forget the date for the party. That's how they are. Then the second one will forget the direction to the place. <laughs> but the third one will come. So, at least when you have three, one will come. But that, these are sanguine. They are happy-go-lucky. Where's that place called? Where's that? Where? Where? Ramex. Okay, where's that place at that VIP VVIP VIP place was. gold finger. You know, they will take you there. They will spend all the money.. Huh. Now one I was talking to a wife. her husband was a sanguine they, or G salary when he collected by the finance. Huh? or the teacher club for who he had Who's who he had He's just giving to oh <laughs> <laughs> one day I was with him he was holding an iPad those days iPad has come fresh I couldn't believe it all somebody was seeing that. and he said hey is this the iPad is this the thing called call iPad he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. then he asked the person you like it <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it though. he gave it to the person I said ah I've been working with this guy I didn't collect this thing <laughs> <laughs> no but if you are a sanguine I tell you, when you have money, if you don't have that's why sanguins must marry a melancholic wife. Who will just be checking the money? But sometimes the same, oh fast gun no more or or so he won't take the money to the wife. He will keep the money. But if the wife gets hold of the money, he will make sure that they keep the money well. I mean a good wife who doesn't also chop money. Wives, you must learn to help your husbands. Yeah. It should be said... that since or worry on a brabo aye no because some ways don't know how to handle money either or the better will be or the, he will just spoil it can <laughs> his salary that he has collected he has thrown it out and he doesn't care uh, that's it. So, it is like a back door but it's so big. Such a person can never build anything. And some of us, you have some sanguine tricks, you have to watch it, so that you don't spend your money anyhow. house. Some of you say you don't have money, but you use the money in some ways that if you were saving, by now, you would have built a house. Yeah, all the houses in your stomach. Iron Ross, William... <laughs> Rubbing sheet. Everything is inside your stomach. Concrete. Amen. But why am I saying all these things? I'm just bringing up a point. That as a church also. We can also become like that. Where we have so many souls. God has blessed us. With blessings. Of souls. that we waste them. Ah. And that is what we are trying to fight here, through retention evangelism. So, Jesus was even interested in the fragment. In other words, even the... Because I don't know how many of you, when you eat bread and some of it fall to the ground, you will take it. You will leave it. But Jesus said, I beg you, even the fragment, gather all of them. Gather all of them. Don't lose any. He said that nothing will be lost a Lot of things are lost, like they say, little drops of water makes a mighty ocean. It may look like it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing. Oh, one soul, per you oh, one soul. If we number one thousand souls, we've lost all of them. Because we thought, oh, if one person is not coming, oh, we don't need let's just leave him. So Jesus said, Gather the fragments, please. I beg you, gather it. And by the time they finished. The Bible says that they had gathered 12 baskets full, not empty. How many souls are we going to have if we are making sure that everyone we gather, we don't leave them? And that's why every one of us must be interested in retention. There must be somebody in the church that you can point to, Esther. You must be able to point to this person and say, because of me, this person is here. People are very quiet. I don't know whether. Jesus did not waste any of his blessings. After that, are you going to waste your blessings? Eh? What are the blessings God has given to them? You are wasting it. Hmm? They are ladies God has given them a blessing of beauty. And they are wasting it. They are sleeping with men all over the place. So by the time you are ready to marry, no, yeah, nah, yeah, he agree. Oh, listen, I- I'm just reading. I'm just reading. I'm just reading. The same applies to church growth. One problem, um, our problem is not one of bringing new people to church. But it's one of getting them to stay. If we can retain all the visitors and the souls who come in through the front door, we will build a mega church for Jesus. Wow. Oh. Bishop says a mega church pastor or shepherd, for that matter, is interested in what others despise. Be interested in every single member. Jesus collected the fragments. May we also go after the fragments. Yeah. Pastor Bernard, let's go after them. Let's go after them. He may not look like an important person, but I tell you, he's a very special soul in the sight of God. A soul is a soul, and is precious to God. He may be a carpenter, he may be a drunkard, he may be a prostitute, he may be somebody who is doing something bad, a soul is a soul and is precious to God. Yeah. Some of us will give you people to look after, you have left them. Now they have also become some way... If the fragments were important to the Lord Jesus, then the fragments must be important to you. How come you are not important to you? Eh? Are you people here? Every member, big or small, rich or poor, must be important to you. Look at what Jesus said in John 18, verse 9. Again, this is Jesus speaking. You can see his heart when he comes to souls. He said, that the same might be fulfilled which he speak. Of them which thou givest me, have I lost none. How many souls have been given to you and you have lost them? And some of us, we don't even have any at all. I want all of you to have people. Did I you have people? No. It's not good. If you are in the church, God is expecting you to become a shepherd over people. We have that banner at the back. The Lord, I know you need a shepherd. I'm available. We say it, but we are not making ourselves available. Am I saying something? Those of you here, you are looking very organized and very, I don't know. Do you have people under you you are looking after? I want you to have people under you. Even if it's one person, if every one of you is going to take one person, one, 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 one. I'm telling you, because of you, somebody's life will change forever. Amen. I'm very interested in souls. And I'm interested in all of you. And I want to know what is happening to all of you. If you would like to tell me about yourself, I would like to listen. I'm interested. That none will be lost. God's will. None must be lost. It's good to do the outreach, But it's even better to keep them. If we are not going to keep them, then let's forget it. And I see a lot of people here who can easily do the work. Who can handle people. Because all of you don't have any. Hey, God, do you have somebody under you? You have some people under you. Great. You see a little girl. Come. She looks little like that, but she's very powerful. Yeah. I like her very much. You see her dancing there. But she's very powerful. She's also very spiritual. Come. She's from where? what? Junction. She has people that she brings to church. Where are your people that you are bringing? (laughs) Clap for her. Clap for her. (laughs) Three vital strategies for retaining church members. How many would like to know? Three vital strategies. We We need it. Okay. Strategy number one. (laughs) Follow-up. Are you there? Do you like the strategies? Yeah, me too. I like it. Now, many years ago, Bishop says, I learned a simple truth which has stayed with me ever since. This truth has helped me greatly in the ministry. It is the secret of retention through follow-up. He said, "My physics teacher once showed me a graph of a population of poultry farm. The graph showed that the population of fowls remained constant at a low level. I wish we could have it on the screen for a long period, and at a point, the levels began to multiply." Again. I looked at the population of the world which had remained constant up to the beginning of the 20th century. At the turn of the century, the population of the world began to expand greatly. The question was, what caused the sudden increase of the far population and what caused the population of the world to increase? Beautiful. So, you will find out that there is a graph. Those of you who have the, this book, you will see. Uh, how many of you did math? You, 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 did, you did graphs. <laughs> you did math did math. I diagram. I I I Y axis, x axis, and you see the graph going like this, and then it goes straight, and then at a point it shoots up like that. And it shows the level the population population is on the y, and then the number of years down. As the years are increasing before the 20th century, the population was the same then at at the beginning of the 20th century it started going up and up and and it's been going up after now and some people say oh maybe a lot of people are (laughs) burning it's a word isn't it they are burning that is why the population is increasing no in actual fact the rate of birth is still the same yeah when you go to places like Germany, they are not giving birth to. In Germany, they are allowing people to come there, to come and give birth there. Yeah, that's why they are national team now. You don't see the white people. It's a lot of blacks and other Arab people that are in there. They have become Germans now because they are making people come to their country. So if anybody wants to, you can go to Germany and, go and give birth there. Anyway, it's just by the way. Don't you? And when we went to church, the father said that we should all go to Germany and go and give birth. So, me, me too, I'm coming. Hey, hey my beloved, let's go hey, Let's go and give birth, birth. No, I didn't say that. Don't change the message. But listen, the population has increased for the fowls. Why did the population increase? Because with time, they have been able to find out the medicine that they can give to them. The chickens that they don't die early. Yeah, one of our pastors had a, a, a poultry farm. Hmm. It was a very sad story. The poultry farm that he did, one day when he woke up, a cat or a dog, one of them, came to the this thing. Came to he didn't even eat the fowls. So oh, he took their heads off. <laughs> oh, be oh, business. <laughs> Somebody's business that uh, he has invested money inside. <laughs> it's why it's important. So, <laughs> but anyway, listen. This why is not. A, it's the medicine that they started giving to the files? Then they started. Growing well. They didn't die again. First, they were dying, just died within a short time. So, population was not increasing. So, now that they have taken it even to another level, they can make the fowls. They don't even grow two weeks, then they have they are grown. A lot of the KFC you are eating is just chicken that has grown two weeks. No feathers. Have you seen chicken without feathers before? Fast, this thing, you See the chicken moving. No feathers. Right ready, I'm running fast. Then they make the food for you. A lot of the chicken that is coming from abroad, oh, express chicken. So now, our children too, when they chew the chicken they to they like the chicken? when they chew it, you know? Then they are growing big bad. <laughs> you see, a young girl, nine years, or any a period, where, 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 where moving. If you make a mistake, you go and propose to her. (laughs) But technology has increased. Medical, uh, whatever, has advancement. And so now, they can do things, different things. And now human beings that will die. When you go to Great Britain today, I hear there are over a million, I mean, the people who are over 80 years, I think they are more than the people who are below the 80 years. Yeah. The people are not dying. Strong. ninety years, he's in the shop. He's pushing his trolley. They are growing like that because the medicine is keeping them well. They don't die easily. So, because people are not dying quickly, when new ones come, they become an on. That's why our population has gone up. So, we are applying the same thing to the church that it means that if we also have a medicine that can make us contain our members, that they don't die off, then we to our church, will increase and it will grow and to be very good. And the medicine is what is called follow-up. 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 We have a ministry in the church called the follow-up ministry. Where are the people in the follow-up ministry? Can you stand? People in the follow-up ministry. Yeah. There are people in the follow-up ministry, and their work is to follow up people. Souls that have come, they follow them up. And all that. Anybody who wants to join, we need more people to join because... Especially some of my brother that I spoke to, that he said you are not doing anything. Maybe it will be good to join the follow up. Are you getting it? Anybody who is not doing anything, join the follow up. It's a very good ministry to join. Amen. God bless you, follow up team. Please be seated. Are you there? Now, let me just try and be ending the message because uh, our time is. Um, so, I want to look at the art of follow-up, then we just close. <laughs> you must bear in mind that follow-up ministry is both a physical and spiritual exercise. And it consists of three main components. Component number one, prayer. Aha, that's the key, the graph. Component number one, prayer. Component number two, visitation. Component number three, teaching. These are the three things that make a follow-up. Component number one is what? Prayer. Component number two is what? Visitation. visitation. Component number three is what? Teaching. Number one, we need to pray for the converts. If we don't pray for them, they will backslide. Amen. They will backslide. Jesus spent time. The whole of John chapter 17 was praying for his converts. If you like, if you have time, read it. The whole of John chapter 17. He was praying. Lord, let none be lost. These ones, keep them, Lord. Let not Satan have them. Watch over them. Watch them with your word. He was just praying for them. Paul said in Galatians chapter 4 and verse 19. Galatians chapter 4 verse 19. Are you there? Elizabeth and co. My name are you writing something? Are you writing? I like the way this guy is writing. But some of you... Eh? You have to bring a notebook and a pen. Eh, Higa. Eh, Mr. Higa. Elizabeth, no notebook. Where's your notebook? Good. See, young men... notebook. You have to have notebook when you come for builder service. We are closing in about five minutes. Can we all read it together? Ready? Go. Galatians chapter 4, verse 19. My little children, of whom I travail in birth again until Christ be formed in you. Galatians chapter 4, verse 19. Now, what is Paul saying? Paul is saying that the children, my little children, who are the children? The souls you have won, the souls we have won, they are the children. Having souls or winning souls is like giving birth. That's why I say, You are born again. So we have people we have born. <laughs> now we have to take care of them. Now, Paul is saying that one of the ways, he said, Listen, I have given birth to them, but. I am traveling in bed again. As if they haven't even been born. I am traveling again. I travel to give birth to them. But I am now traveling again. For what? For Christ to be formed in them. Brothers, we must become prayerful people. I have come to the point of realizing that a lot of talking don't change people. Or oh, you, you, you you have them say so what they have in the castanet paper. And God wants to say, oh, when you talk and talk of you, when you listen, say mate. Mate but oh yeah, what was what you are watching? What you are watching? What watching? Me that say pass what you are watching, but me, I will not do. People will not do. unless the Holy Ghost changes them, they will not change. Just add your will. Some of you, we have told you, don't come late. Come early. We, we just leave you to prayer. We pray. One day if you are dead, you know, something will be choking you. Hey, hey, hey. You'll be running to church. <laughs> <laughs> Some people, they don't pay tithe. Something wild happens to them. Then they say, oh, I have to pay my tithe. Make your tithe, I Yeah. One man, he met Bishop. Bishop was telling our painter. He said, do you know how much money I earn? I cannot pay tithe on this, my money. It's too much to give to God. Then one day he became very sick. All the tithe he has not paid, he brought all Say me back. They back. Hey. Prayer will move the people and change them. Jonathan, you are 23 people you brought the other time. Go into your closet. Hey, Lord, I entrust Kojun unto you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let Christ be formed in him. Oh, yes, Lord. Susan, 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 Father. Oh, touch her. Let Christ be formed in her. Change her. Make her know you. That one will be more important. Susan, boy Hello, Susan. But when the word changes <laughs> oh back as <laughs> you have to become born again. Prayer will change them. We are going to be praying for the souls. We'll spend hours praying for them. When we wake up in the morning, we lift them up and pray for them. Mention their names and pray for them. Travelling back again. Pray for them that they will be saved. That they will not backslide. Otherwise, all your people will go away. And I don't know. When we win them, then they go. They don't go. Listen. <laughs> you have to pray for them. The Holy Ghost will keep them. That's what Jesus did. He said that you will keep them. Keep them. What are some of the prayers we can pray? Pray that all the visitors and converts will come back to church again. When we are praying, we must pray that all the people who came to church, they will come back again. Oh, Father, may the people who came to church last Sunday, may they come back to church again next Sunday. Oh, I thought you would say Amen. 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 These are the prayers I'm expecting the prayer follow-up team to be praying. Your talking alone will not do enough. Be praying for them, Father. Every one of them. I'm expecting telepastoring people to be praying these prayers, Father. Everyone who came today first time, may they come again. Hey, hey, guys, your people. These are the prayers you must be praying for them. no Because had yeah, that too much. We need to rise up. I said we need to rise up. Another prayer you can pray. Hmm? Are you putting the prayer they can pray on the screen because people can't see? Declare that they will return the following week. They should return. And then prophesied that when they go back home, they will return next week with more people. Oh, oh, I thought your amen would be very strong. Pastor Robert, the people must return with more people. Share. Share. Jesus, when he spoke to the people, When they were coming back. He spoke to Andrew. When Andrew went, he went to call Peter. Andrew was the one who brought Peter. Peter didn't come himself. Andrew, his brother, brought him. May people bring their brothers and sisters. And aunties and uncles. What other prayer can you pray? Pray that when they return, they will come back with their families. So, the whole household is one of the things I am very interested in because you know, when somebody is saved in their family, it is easy for the rest to be saved. Yeah, when one person is born again in a family, it's usually easy for the rest of the family to be saved. But so, we have this blessing on our hands that when one person has come, we can get the rest of their family. the family. Bible says that. That you and your household shall be saved. Yeah. Even you, you must believe in this scripture that my entire household will be saved. Amen. Yeah. Your mother will be saved. Your father will be saved. Your auntie will be saved. Listen, we have to close. Another prayer you can pray. Pray that they will become established in Christ. Which is the scripture that is on the screen that my little children that Christ will be formed in you. So you travel for them to be born again. Now travel for Christ to be formed in them. The second thing, second principle for follow-up is what? Visitation. Everyone can join in this one. As for visitation, dear, dear, how many have visited somebody before? Wakosra will be. Eh, young lady Unsra will to Oh wow. This lady deserves a visit. Who is going to visit her? What Junction. Okay. I need one of the pastors also to visit her. Yeah, Mavis. Mavis. Who will go and visit her Junction? Pastor Innocent. He got to come and visit Why? But, you're heavy. you to go not you Everybody must learn to visit. That is why, even in the different groups, especially the choirs, we have been sharing them to visit each other. But sometimes they don't go. <laughs> Oh, I just you?" Mama, That's it. When people are visited, they stay. One of the things that makes people stay is that they can see that ah, if somebody can come and visit me, then me too I can go to the church. That's it. Three types of visits. Number one is what we call the IDL visit. IDL, let's just say. Identify and locate. That is why after church we need to go with some of the souls to their homes. Follow up team, I hope you do that. To go and identify. Because, what do you do? You can't do do it. You can say, you now. By the time you arrive at the place, you say what bread. So, the first visit must be to go and identify the house. You say, "If you visit and locate it, and also find out the name they call the person in that house, because the background says they have any James, but you do be no name as James." I oh, open Skido, Skido. And you do as the James, James, James. Who James? The meaning James. Who name James? Meaning James. I And James is busy. How they say James is busy? Oh yeah, Lord, you know people come say, Ah, James. I Skido, normal can do. Skido. Oh Skido. So once you know the name, you can easily find. <laughs> oh, I see people getting into follow up. I see many more. Oh, young guys. I joining me. follow up. dancing stars and film stars. say Be involved. Hello. I okay, know. Okay, no. IDL. And it's Wow. Ebu, wow identify and look. That's the first visit you do. Your first visit is not to go and eat food in somebody's eyes. The first visit, oh, good, good, okay. That's the first visit. Now, the second visit is what we call the WELP visit. W-E-L-P. WELP. W-E-L-P. What does the W stand for? The word. In case I second visit here, I will say, I will say, I you one I will say, I I will nice! I will bad, I will I am TNT employee. I said, "I'm Papa." And now, no one's ever going to call me. Where did Bia Niumu go? Because I'm TNT. And in South Africa, for <laughs> Niumu, share the word, be a Bible. and am pay. Win a micah, James chapter three, verse six. Oh, say, say. Then you are sharing. The word of God, you can bring here word. Well, in here, encouragement. Shame cry. Have the word of God to encourage people. Only where you be And you are. You are. You are. You No, friend, Toma. You onim aboni <laughs> dia no <laughs> no scriptures are a bit to The bible says that through the comfort of the scriptures Romans chapter 15 verse 4 we have hope it is the scriptures are to be comfortable. na who knew where they are? Abu Abu Nidia and Ukra. Earlier, Love. Show them love. Show love. If I want people to see that you are visited, hold on. Yeah. I want to visit a lot of you, but the other day when I asked, only three, four people gave me India. So I went to visit them. The rest, I don't know. One person, I don't know. So, anybody wants me to come to your house? You can see, I don't know who, Pastor Robert, anybody. I'll come to your house. I'll come and look for you. I'll come. Amen. And love also means that sometimes, no. There used to Jesus be. Jesus be, but on na mo de na ode beye. Show the love. Oh, to me, ayi bi ma no fati bi ma no tumbi ma no Oh. Undi di 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 anapa. Father. U ko to se jamacha no le baba do. wae. Man shall not live by birth. No, 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 no. Show love. And then the peace what? Prayer. Uko be a Release empire. Pray over the house. Pray. Cover the house with the blood of Jesus. Declare that no weapon fastened against them shall prosper. Drive away demons from the house. Oh, yeah. Some of us we don't know your homes. Demons are in your house. A lot of demons are happy there. Because they're they not be FM, Time FM, we're going to be a FM. So, a FM. are FM. you na a a FM. a to why won't the word come to your house and get a word <laughs> Oh, Charlie, we have to close. We have to close. <laughs> and the last visit is the ABBA visit. And you ABA know, about you, you know, a, a Acronym. A-B-A. ABBA. ABBA stands for what? Anakazo. Biazo. Anadea. Anakazu. Notice that sometimes wako, wako huntu yho. Another time wako, could share with. But sometimes wako as I say, so I feed the oldie. Anakazu be trending by story. Cause some people they will not come without anakazu. Sometimes course, I make just a mini show. <laughs> you haven't seen some before. I've had to buy shoe for people. But one day I still I just got a shoe. I bought the shoe. No binamuto shoe. Say mani ba Sorry. It's all anakazo. Sometimes, one brother, he took off his shoes. He said, she the Any way, any means possible. If we are going to retain the souls, we must use anakazo. Because sometimes, on my excuses, but overcome the excuses. I see good shepherds who are overcoming excuses in Jesus' name. Oh, I do know overcome them. Bezo, force, sometimes we use force. And then Anaya, shamelessness. you are not ashamed. Don't be ashamed. People are doing things, they are not ashamed. Oh i You have to go and do sometimes you have to do something shamelessly. You have to go to certain places. <laughs> One brother was telling me, there's a certain house. He goes there to bring people. Maybe you have to go to certain places. <laughs> I said, first of all, I said, to me, you have souls. One day I said, no. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> Shamelessly. But I believe that God is raising us as good shepherds who are going to do follow-up. And as we do, the souls that are won, they'll be saved and they'll be retained in the church. Stand to your feet.